what's going on, everybody? How's it hanging? How's it happening? You guys know this. This is Kevin from the Chord Progression Podcast, brought to MSOT Rocks, Rockin' Metal Thrive. Man, it's another one of our classic Tuesday episodes. This one is a little bit shorter than what we normally go with. You know, we're normally around an hour to an hour and a half. This one's only about a half hour, but it is a half hour jam-packed with greatness, and you're going to want to listen to it. Before we get started, I want to thank our uh, thank our sponsor, Phoenix Fitness. Yeah, you guys know me. Mosh pits are my thing. I want to stay in as long as possible. The whole entire show, the whole entire set, whatever it might be, I'm not jumping out. I'm going to get into the wall. Like I'm going balls to the wall every single moment. But I got to make sure I'm fit enough to do that, that I'm not tapping out halfway through. So you know me, I'm always in the gym working out, hitting the cardio. I mean, I'm trying to hit you know 10 miles on a run every single leg day by December. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And then lift, do all this great stuff. But I got to make sure I recover right, prepare right. That's where Phoenix Fitness comes. And they got different supplements like pre-workouts, both stim and stim-free. I use the stim-free stuff because me and caffeine do not mix very well. Different B-cellular recovery compounds, creatines, proteins, AM, PM, and your after-workout stuff. Multivins, whatever you might need to properly achieve your fitness goals, recover right, prepare right. Phoenix Fitness has you covered. We're our listeners of the podcast. Get 15% off using the code MSOTD at checkout. Link description below at fnxfit.com. Again, 15% off, 15% off using the code MSOTD. Now to our feature presentation because um, this band out there called Can't Swim. And we got to talk to Chris, the vocalist of the band, and really dive deep into a little bit about what they're doing, a little bit about the tour they're going on with Silverstein, The Plot and You at the end of 2021. And their brand new album, Change of Plans, comes out on October 22nd. We dive a little bit deeper into the honesty and the transparency that's behind the album. And then really get to go a little bit into Deliver Us More Evil in the classic way that we do. Really going deep, analyzing it. And you really get to hear and feel the power that is behind that song through just us talking about it. Are you guys ready for this one? Enjoy. Let's go! Yeah! Well, 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 ladies and boys and girls, listeners of the Chord Progression Podcast. You know, I like to bring you all different kinds of music, especially in the rock and metal sphere. When I saw this band come up on my radar, I'm like, okay, let's take a look at what they are. And I saw the style and influence of like rock music with like emo pop, post-punk, pop-punk, alternative rock. I'm like, okay, let's just dive deep in this and see what happens. They've got, this band is a brand new album coming out on October 22nd called Change of Plans. I'm here talking with the vocalist of the band. Please welcome Chris Laporta from the band Can't Swim. So Chris, welcome to Core Progression Podcast. Thanks for having me, my friend. Dude, thanks for being on. How's everything going out in, you know, your end of the world at this time it, in life? It's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just taking some time off from touring, just like everybody is, but I'm, I'm doing good. It's good to hear. Well, especially with the new record coming out, are you guys, you know, planning on going back out on tour to really support this? Or what's the plans when it comes to really supporting this album upon release? Totally. Yep. The record comes out October 22nd, like you mentioned. And then we go on tour with Silverstein and the plot in you starting November 4th in Cleveland, Ohio. Then we do the whole country ending in Toronto, Canada, December 12th, I think. Uh, but yeah, so it's a whole month run. We'll be playing new songs off the album and getting back into it. It is our first show, first tour back since COVID. So pretty excited. And for your first tour back since COVID, getting to go out with, you know, Silverstein. Because whenever I think of Silverstein, I always think of like one of the most consistently good bands when it comes to anything they put out. It's like 
for me, nothing ever blew me away completely, but I'm like, this is just good content every step of the way. And then the plot and you, I've had Landon on the podcast for as well with the release of their new record, which came out back in September. So you've got for a return from COVID and a new album to support going out on tour with those bands. I'm not sure if you could have picked two better bands to go out with. Yeah. Yeah. Very excited. Um, feel very, very honored that Silverstein was nice enough to uh, give us the invitation. And yeah, we've been looking forward to it for a few months now. Well, and then not only that, but when you said ending in uh, Toronto, I'm just thinking, oh, totally makes sense then in Toronto, of course, with Silverstein being on the bill. True. Very true. Hometown gig. Well, then that gig is going to be just absolutely insane and awesome. So you got to make sure when you get to that that last gig of the show, you got to be prepared to just bring it because, you know, those <laughs> fans are going to be all amped up and ready to go for when Silverstein goes on. So the energy level of that crowd is going to be just constantly at a high level throughout the whole entire thing. I hope so. <laughs> it, it better be, honestly. But with the brand new record, again, it's called Change of Plans coming out on October 22nd. One thing I saw when I was going through the press release of it was, you said that it was the most honest and most transparent record that you created with Cansom up to this point. And one thing I'm, I'm always a huge fan of when I hear stuff like that, because then we get to know more about the artist. We get to know more about the emotions that you're potentially going through, through your music. But I have to ask you when it comes to most honest and most transparent, what do you mean by that? I think this record was actually quote unquote, the easiest album to make. And I think that's why it came out being the most honest. It was, uh, you know, I think we didn't let any uh, curveballs really get thrown at us. And and we kind of just, uh, you know, stayed true to what we've always done. And, and yeah, I don't know, just the process alone was very easy. And I think because of that, it came out the closest, uh, as transparent as we could get it. Yeah, I don't know. And, you know, we've been a band now for five, five, um, five years now. And uh, I think we've like had some time down this road to figure out exactly what we want to do what we want to sound like and this uh this record is the representation of that well none of that but especially during this whole entire pandemic and covid time when you know we were all basically shut in our houses couldn't really go anywhere and when it came to everybody that either loved music made music whatever it was we were just waiting for something to happen so for you as a musician that's the perfect time to really basically hash out all your ideas, hash out all your thoughts. And when it comes to really discovering the, like what you want as your sound for can't swim. And as the band, that's the perfect way to go about it and just really focusing on it and then deliver a record like change of plans so that we get to feel that honestly, we get to feel that transparency and really get to dive deep into not only the band's mindset as musicians, but when it comes to the vocals, your mindset, when it comes to writing these songs and the emotion you're going to put out there, the stories you're going to tell and how we can use those sounds to relate to our own lives and really understand different things that you know we're going on that are going on in our lives and just make it easier for us to kind of go along with them totally yeah i mean that's a good mission statement you should uh sing for the band you do a good job at this <laughs> <laughs> sort of sing for the band why don't i just like write all the press releases i'm trying to start to do I something like that. like that right now yeah <laughs> uh but yeah like you said uh covid did give us a lot of downtime to really uh craft this one the way we wanted um I've been working on this album for like four years because some of the demos that uh, have made it on to change your plans were super old. I've been manipulating and switching things around. So very, very happy with how it came out and very almost relieved that that part of uh, my life is into a record and uh, people can hear it very soon. <laughs> 
So now I got to ask when it comes to these, like the demos that you originally had for a couple for a couple of years and then able to rework them the way you want to put it onto change of plans. Two things I got to know is one, is the sound similar to maybe like something you did in the past? So it's like when it comes to change of plans, we're going to see a more full encompassing sound of not only stuff that you've done in the past, but what you've done and compared to what you're doing now. And on top of that, do those songs really represent things that were going on in your life at that point to really show maybe some different things about where your mental headspace was or your mental health was and just really expressing that so that as fans and as listeners, we can connect with that and really connect with what you went through, the emotions of it to connect with what we went through and understand what, you know, we're dealing with a lot better. Totally. I think a combination of both. Um, I definitely think it is reminiscent of our previous work because I wrote it four years ago and I just never felt finished. It never felt like it had its proper home. And lyrically, I think the songs are about things that have happened to me almost 20 years ago. Like Deliver Us More Evil is the single that we put out and just kind of my uh, interpretation of religion and faith and stuff that I uh, experienced as, you know, early as a 10 year old into my teenage years. So I think, um, yeah, it was definitely affecting me five years ago or four years ago when I wrote it, it affects me now and it affected me 20 years ago. So uh, but yeah, but sonically and musically, I do think it does sound like our first working because uh, I was in that headspace musically and I just never could really put the pieces together on certain demos. And when I got in the studio with Will Putney, who produced it and the rest of the guys, all the songs started to make more and more sense. And that's why we uh, use them for change of plans. And just took a little bit of COVID time to really get a chance to <laughs> understand that, and really immerse yourself fully in that without any distractions outside of, you know, when can we go back outside? Exactly. exactly. <laughs> if you don't mind, I do want to dive a little bit more into Deliver Us Morville because you're talking about, you know, the relationship it, you had with religion over the course of your life back when, you know, like when you were 10, maybe 10 years ago and what you're dealing with now, because when I grew up as a kid, like I went to Catholic grade school, Catholic high school, so... When I listened to this song and really was trying to figure out the meaning of it, I really started to connect with it a lot more due to my experiences that I had with religion back when I was a kid and back when I was a teenager. So what was like the really like the big core event or moment or the big inspiring thing that made you write this song? I think it's yeah, just a culmination of I, I also, like you, went to uh, Catholic school. Actually, every time I've been in school from kindergarten, grade school, all the way through high school is all Catholic and uh, had relationships with uh, priests and nuns and they were my teachers in high school, like crazy stuff. Um, so yeah, I think it's been a journey of mine since I was a little kid of being like pretty confused by it. Like, oh, why is this this way? And why does this make me feel a certain way? I don't know if I necessarily believe in all this stuff. And now later in my life, it's become a little bit more clear and obviously I've stepped away and um, got some clarity on, on how I want to live my life in comparison to how somebody who is very religious wants to live their life. And it's, it's very different. Um, I think, uh, yeah, I just think the song is just that general feeling. I don't think I had a specific event that like catapulted me into writing this song, but I think um, just looking back on all those years and all those thoughts I had as a young guy, uh, yeah, just it seemed worthy to write about. And previous Can't Swim songs have teetered, have touched on it a little bit, but nothing ever really like 
uh, too strongly. And I think it was time for me to kind of put it out into the open and deliver us more evil was uh, my first attempt. And not going to lie, I did enjoy it. I didn't think it was a good attempt because it doesn't matter exactly what topic it is or what entity is, whatever you're talking about. There's always going to be good aspects of it and bad aspects of it, no matter what you go through. Because bringing up the concept of religion, it's I know many friends that you know are much more heavily, devoutly religious than I am. And it all depends upon the experiences that they had versus the experience I had. We just like went through life differently because we're two different people. That's the way it is. And what I really liked about Deliver Us Marvel when I looked at it was because it, for me, when I looked at it, it took a look at like the struggles of people currently having or having with religion in society today because many younger people like myself, like people that are growing up right now are struggling to accept that organized religion as a concept to live by due to the corruption that has been seen over time within these organizations and how the interpretation of those sacred doctrines of that religion can be or like can't be questioned when man's interpretation of it can be flawed and used for personal gain. It kind of also took a look at people leaving those organizations and dissing themselves from them and seeing people inside them not necessarily embracing instead of ridiculing them, showing how people with that deep religious belief could be spreading a potentially more evil if they aren't showing love and compassion to those who don't agree with them. Big time. Also, you should write for the band. You do a good <laughs> job at this. Uh, I certainly agree. I am not ever going to be the guy up on the high horse yelling that you should burn the churches and throw your crucifix in the garbage like whatever gets you through the day if you're a nice person if you're putting some sort of positivity into this world love it i don't care what you look like i don't care what god you believe in i think it's lovely do what you got to do but like you said you know for yourself and for me uh it you know it just doesn't line up with what i i think about the world um but i i certainly have family members and friends and people i've even played music music with throughout the years that are, are very very religious people and good for them you know we, we can co we can coexist um but yeah i think what you said is 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 very accurate like potentially maybe it even gets painted in a more negative way because of some of these things that have happened uh, especially in the news like if you read certain headlines it's like oh my god why would anybody be religious why would anybody practice catholicism when all this evil stuff is going on Sure, it doesn't have to be like that, um, but yeah, whatever gets you through the day. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I agree with you 100% on that because a lot of times when it comes to religion, it's at the core of the meaning. It's pretty much almost everything religion has that same core meaning, which is just be a good person to yourself and others. Be, be a good person to humanity. And it's yeah. just like where a lot of people, I believe, kind of like distance themselves from it, especially myself, is when you get to the organized part of it. And you start to see so many like the different human interpretations, human errors that kind of come in and corrupt a lot of that. However, a lot of the people I know, because I have family, I have friends as well that are much more devoutly religious than than I would ever be. And they're some of the greatest people I know. They're some of the most compassionate people I know. I understand it. And it's just like, you know what? I'm good with it. You're good with it. Yeah. Let's just enjoy. It. And that's one of the huge reasons why I listen to rock and metal so much and go to so many concerts just because the family vibe that they end up receiving, the loving vibe they end up receiving from religion or from church organizations, from the church, wherever they go. That's how I feel like when I go to live shows and I'm at concerts and I'm in those mosh pits and all of a sudden we're going at each other, like going crazy. And at the end of the song, everyone's giving each other high fives and hugs. And it's just like, this is, this is family right here. So as long as we find that family vibe and we find that family vibe that's going to support, you know, ourselves, each other and lift everybody up for positivity's sake, that's really what's important. I certainly agree. A feeling of community is very important for anybody. So 
I'm glad you found it in the mosh pit. It's the one of the places that I, I'll bring it up to people. I'm like, why did you find the mosh? I'm like, oh, trust me that like when I was at my lowest point, I jumped into one. And yeah, I, it was like, this is it. Like, this feels fantastic. So then it just kept going and get more and more and more. And all of a sudden, boom. Yeah. Now I'm smiling and jumping in them, you know, two <laughs> times a week if I can. It's awesome, man. That's awesome. Even going back and deliver us more evil as well, especially kind of like the way that you built the song as well as you go from like the verses to the chorus, because it does have this sort of building up feel to it throughout the whole entire verse. One thing I really like about that, especially with how the snare drum hits it is because when you're talking about kind of that realization point to where, whether it's religion or whether it's anything else that you're looking at, that it's like, you're trying to realize that you might not necessarily align with it and potentially could break away from it for your own betterment. There does have that building up feel to the point where you're going to have to do something to break out of that. And you're going to have to build that up inside you. So that when you hit the verses and it kind of, or when you hit the chorus, my bad, and you finally understand what that is and how it is to break out of that, to become the better person for yourself and the happiest person for yourself. You finally have that feeling like you can, because the verses, the way they feel have built you up to that. Totally. I think it's a, tried and true trick in songwriting and certainly can't swim uses it a lot kind of, you know, build this anxiety and, you know, the kind of the chords are pretty minor and then the big hook is kind of like the relief. Uh, but yeah, yeah. The way, again, the way you worded it, I love it. <laughs> hey man, like when I, like I said, I was going to go deep in this song. Like every time I hear, like want to have a band in the podcast, like, okay, I'm going to listen to at least one of the songs that you guys got coming out or the newest one. Let's go deep into it. Let's see what I can figure out about it. And, that's one of the things I love doing just because even when it comes to music that I'm not, you know, a hundred percent like fully and like, okay, I'm not going to just go out of my way and listen. even like with some music that I don't necessarily listen, like pop hip hop, I can dive deep into it, try and figure out the meaning of the song and understand where the artist is coming from, trying to portray that emotion, portray that story through their own eyes. And then I get a better understanding of it, maybe through a different light when I would connect with something more like hard rock, punk rock, metalcore. Totally, totally. Yeah, it's cool to uh, see that you did your homework. I, I really appreciate it, man. It's awesome. I feel like if I was in school again, I'd probably be getting like A's or A pluses. But you know what? <laughs> nope, I'm not in school. When I was in school, I was getting like, you know, B's and C's maybe. But all of a sudden when I'm doing this, nope, it's a completely different style. <laughs> well, it's even like when it comes to your vocals as well on top of it, I got to bring up the chorus vocals as well. Because when I was listening to them, now I'm going to look at my note sheet for this one. Because yeah, when it comes to my homework, I'm not going to forget what I wrote or what I thought. So I always write it down. I put like in the chorus with your vocals, they had this more on point feel as there really was like melodic quality to them, but they play along with a more quick and not drawn down notes of the whole entire song in the course up to this point. And this helps show both people coming kind of at you without any sort of compassion by being more quick hitting on the notes and have more of this brash quality. And then when it comes to you being over that, the quicker style of vocals help show more of this certainty that what that it isn't you that has the problem it's other people that are having the problem understanding how it is to be a decent human being totally totally yeah i mean again another tried and true trick the hook of a song is usually kind of uh the catchiest part and some of those faster couplets of of notes uh lends itself to be more catchy but i do uh agree that there is a payoff in the music aspect but also like what i'm singing in the lyric um that the chorus is that kind of gives you the whole sense of like my perspective of what I'm singing about. It's like, ah, I see, you know, he isn't on that side. He's the one. So yeah, I, I totally agree. Yeah. And it's again, when it comes to the hook of the song, that is definitely the hook, the hook of the song as well. 
And it all depends upon what you want to use that hook. Cause I've heard bands do something where, you know, you might have a faster backing this more melodic vocal set and you have the contrast really works off here. But this one had more of this on point feel to where it had more of this clarity behind it. And I think really when you were trying to, when you're trying to go from the song, having the clarity part be in the chorus, be in the hook, that's kind of what it felt like you were going for. And you definitely hit that on the song. Well, thank you very much. Yes. I, I mean, shit. I should be doing more homework like this, man. This is just like <laughs> coming natural to me. And because I know I don't have that much time with you. One always thing I like to do is when it comes to a song, when it comes to something I analyze, I always like to wrap it up, you know, in an overall nice little bow, you know, tied up real nice and basically su- summarize. And I put overall when it comes to Cansom, I will absolutely applaud this song for its construction based around telling multiple stories within the same song in the same tone. If you've been a part of a group, you know, it could be or organized religion could be something else the more alternative tone of the song will drive you forward and either make you connect with in the chorus as people in that group going against you without compassion and against the teachings of that religion specifically if it's about religion or you staying up for yourself and it's all based on what you've experienced in the past the chorus having a non-melodic style to it with the quicker notes that don't linger is an incredible move to show how fixated these beliefs are and how strong and sure you have to be to survive all this the bridge going into the initial alternative breakdown is great to show the difference between people yelling at you and then you accepting who you are and that there is, you know, sometimes there might be no pleasing them. So why bother trying? Set, print, let's get going. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. I I t- sh- yeah, I totally agree. And uh, yeah, you may, you may be maybe even uh, have me thinking about what the song's about at this point. You did such a good job. <laughs> well, well, thank you first off. Cause that's, that's a, that's a fantastic comment. I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of, it's like, well, whew, wow. Yeah. <laughs> but it's again, when it comes to, we listen to these songs, it's a lot of where, you know, for me, where it comes from is just what I went through personally in life, what I experienced and hearing what, you know, you kind of went through in this song and just kind of understanding that emotion. It's, the emotion is going to be the same between the two of us, but where I explain it and where you might have like a different explanation of it in this more finite and more refined way, is just all based upon what we've experienced in life. It's all based on that, but we all can connect with it based on the core emotion of potentially, you know, having something that was so ingrained in us and then questioning it and then leaving it and have people that was still so ing- that idea so ingrained in, you know, really kind of questioning us but you know we're much happier for again could be religion could be political economic whatever it might be totally i i certainly agree i mean this song had me thinking man so (laughs) (laughs) it it took me a while to kind of come up with this and really understand this just because again there's so much here and there's so much that people can get from this song when it comes to understanding what makes them happy in life understanding the people that they might want to associate with a little bit more and also understand the people that are on the other side of them and understanding their perspective as well. I certainly agree, man. Yeah. That would be uh, quite a goal of mine to reach. Um, if something that I've been through and now this kind of uh, peace that I feel with it can be transferred to somebody listening to it, that would be a dream come true. So I, I hope, hope that happens. Well, you're going to have a good chance that when the album comes out in the 22nd, you're going to have a good chance with it on every single show you get to do with The Plot and You and with Silverstein. So for everyone listening, make sure that when that, when like, you know, go online, go check out that tour. If it's coming around you, make it happen. Go out, see the band, see the other two bands as well, but make sure you're there for all three because, well, I'm not going to say don't see all three. I'm going to say see all three because yeah. I know you're not going to be disappointed. Trust me on that. 
Yeah, totally, man. Yeah, I, I can't wait. It's uh, It's been a long time coming, so we're very excited to get back to it. I'm happy that you guys are going to be able to get back out to it. And as we bring this podcast to a wrap, Chris, one thing I always like to do is give my guests a chance to say whatever they want to say on the podcast to close out, promote whatever they want to pro- promote, plug whatever they want to plug. So, Chris, at the moment, floor is yours. I just want to say thanks, man. I, uh, I really appreciate you really uh, digging deep and, and listening to the song. Uh, we're very excited to get back on tour. Probably even more excited to put the record out October 22nd, change of plans. It's coming out on pure noise. Shout out to pure noise for still giving us support and money to make records. Uh, and yeah, thanks to Silverstein and plot and you. And yeah, thanks again, man. I appreciate it. You're very welcome. Now it's time for me to end this podcast with three separate things. First things first, again, change of plans comes out on October 22nd. Thanks to pure noise records for, you know, helping make that happen once again. And when it comes to Can Swim, you're going to want to go out and check out that those shows are playing with the plot and you with Silverstein. You're going to want to check out the album. You're going to want to listen to it, stream it, download it by it. You're going to want to follow along with the band on social media as well because you want to know more about the band. You're going to want to follow along with them. You're going to want to make sure that you know everything about them and stay connected with them. So instead of having you know scramble around online, searching everything up, going through Google, trying to search up everything, I'm going to do you one better. So look at the description of the podcast, YouTube, Spotify, Podcast, iHeartRadio, Amazon, and you're going to see something that says find Can't Swim online, links, labels, everything. It's a one-click, one-stop shop. You're going to be able to get into Can't Swim as easy as possible, making sure it happens. It's amazing. This guy is amazing. <laughs> now, here is number two, Chris. Number two is there's something I like to do on the podcast whenever I have guests I have on that I absolutely enjoy having on. It's like a promise I like to make. And this has happened to every single guest I've had on the podcast, and it's just going to keep on rolling with you. So... My my promise to you is it's not an if. It's not an if because if implies the possibility of it not happening. It's going to be a when because it implies that it will happen depending upon time. Just That's always the variable. So when I get to see you perform live for the first time, whether it's one of the shows with Silverstein, The Plot, and you, because I know you guys are probably coming around like Chicago, I think. If I can make it out to that show, that would be the one. Otherwise, there's I'm always going to concerts. I'm always traveling around. I'll find you at some place. So when I get to see you perform live for the first time, my promise to you, Chris, is this. First round's on me. Wow, wow. This guy is too good. He's, <laughs> he's, he's a gracious podcaster. <laughs> hey, man, it's what I love to do. And I'm like, I just love ha- I love talking to you guys on the podcast. I love talking to every single artist. And I want to show my thanks and always show my support as well. So, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. So on that note, this podcast will not end with a goodbye due to the fact that, again, that seems way too final. I got to make good on that promise. I want to see you perform live for the first time or more than one time. That's also another good idea as well. So <laughs> goodbye now. And I want to have you back on the podcast at some point as well again. So goodbye. No. End it with this. See you later. <laughs> I'll see you later, buddy. Whoa, whoa, folks, that's my interview with Chris from the band Cancel again. Their brand new album, Change of Plans, comes out on Friday, October 22nd. So make sure you go pre-save it if the album's not out yet, you know. But if it is, download it, buy it, buy some merch, you know, help support the band. Like them on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, wherever you can find them on social media to support the band. Again, Can't Swim. All the links for stuff will be in the description of the podcast where you can connect with them on social media, buy some merch, follow along with them where you can find their concert tickets, where you can go check them out live when they're out with Silverstein, The Plot and You, along with, you know, Cancel Them, where you can stream it, where you can download it, all that good stuff. Please remember to follow us at MSO City Rocks. Again, all the links in the description of the podcast below. Thank you, Phoenix Fitness, for sponsoring this. And even though this one was quick, 
I really thought we got to dive deep into Deliver Us More Evil. We got to dive deep into the concept of religion in terms of why some people really associate with it well, why some people are really distant with it, much like Chris and myself are, especially where we started out with going to Catholic school, basically from the time we started like with him kindergarten, me pre-K all the way through high school for the both of us. Like we really got to go deep into that whole entire idea. And I'm never afraid to talk about it just because it's a real thing. Like it happens. And I understand people that are really into it. I totally understand it. But remember, I think why people really getting really the same reason why I'm so into music is because like, it's just the people around there. It feels like family to me and it feels like everyone's up with each other, supporting each other and making each other better people. And you're making yourself a better person. So that's why I go to cons so many times. I'm in a mosh pit. Music is kind of like my religion in a way. It's kind of cool. Not going to lie. But on that note, that's going to be for today, guys. Thank you for watching listening to the Chord Progression Podcast brought to MSOG Rocks and Rock and Metal Thrive. My name is Kevin and you guys know how I am every single one of the big, healthy and hearty. See you